welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Monsters. I'm Mike. I'm Allison. And today we're going to continue our Halloween minisodes. The theme for the next three days is going to be movies that are based on Victorian literature of the late 19th century. And to start off, we're going to begin with Robert Louis Stevenson's classic novella, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, I have a question for you today. Okay, so in the 1932 version of the movie, there's been so many versions of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, especially in the early days. But in the 1932 one, the opening scene, you're like literally seeing through Dr. Jekyll's eyes until he looks in the mirror. So my question to you is, do you think the whole movie is like objective or do you think it's subjective where some of the stuff that Mr. Hyde is doing is influenced by the culture around them? Do you think it's all true or do you think this is... we're hearing from the people there. So just to clarify, we're talking about the 1931-32 version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde starring Frederick March that was produced by Paramount Films. And yes, in that movie, the opening sequence is shot from the first person. So the camera is the eyes of Dr. Jekyll. So we're seeing it from his perspective. It's totally subjective in that sense. And the first time we see him is when he's getting dressed and he's looking in the mirror. And then, of course, we see his face. I remember, I think it was from the commentary that's on the DVD. That person was saying that the director of the film was considering shooting the whole movie from the first person perspective and then changed their minds because it just would have been so wacky. But yeah, so it's a really good question because a lot of the whole Dr. Jekyll mythology, essentially we're talking about shapeshifters. This is a shapeshifter mythology. So werewolves fall into this category. Any kind of person who can shapeshift into some animal or some other kind of being belongs to this kind of mythology. So whenever you have a story that comes from this mythology, one of the questions that always comes up is, well, whose perspective are we getting the story from? Because if it's from the shapeshifter him or herself, themselves, then are they reliable narrators? Are they are they reliable in telling us the story? Because they could be exaggerating. They can either be exaggerating to cover up bad things that they've done, or they could be exaggerating thinking that they've done bad things and maybe what they've done hasn't been so bad. So we just don't really know. And it's really, we're really at the mercy of whoever is making the film or whoever is telling the story. With Dr. Jekyll, in the book, there are at least three narrators in that story, if I'm remembering correctly. I mean, there might even be as many as five. I know that there's Enfield and there's Utterman. And then Dr. Jekyll at one point is also narrating. And then there's the omniscient voice as well. So uh, maybe that's four and maybe I'm forgetting someone, but it's a device that Stevenson uses. And I think he's relying on it pretty heavily because of the fact that the story that we're getting is so unbelievable that somebody could create a potion or an elixir where it separates the good and the evil that exists within all of us. And it allowed Dr. Jekyll to exist as Mr. Hyde as a true personification of evil where he has no redeeming qualities and he just does the most despicable things. But then that's separated from Dr. Jekyll who only does good and is only trying to, you know, make the world a better place. Because this is such an unbelievable premise, especially at this time in history in the in the late 19th century during the Victorian era, that I think that uh, Robert 
Robert Louis Stevenson was relying pretty heavily on switching the narrative. So it's like, okay, who's telling the story now? Like, wait, should we, we have to consider whether this narrator is reliable and what sort of filtering process is happening, which is what I think Allison's question is really getting at. Are the crimes of Mr. Hyde as bad as we think they are, or are they distorted through a Victorian lens? Because Victorian times were so uptight, especially when it comes to sexuality and things like that. Some of the crimes that Mr. Hyde commits might not even be so bad by today's standards. But back then it was like, oh, oh my goodness, you know? Of course, murder's still bad, but it's an interesting perspective to consider when watching that film, the Frederick March version, because the camera definitely plays around with perspective. We also have to consider the time in which the film was made, which is the 1930s, more specifically the early 1930s before the censors really started hacking up films. And this film actually was on the list of films to be censored at that time because it was considered to be a little bit too risque. And there's a lot of scenes in this film that, you know, by today's standards are pretty tame, but there's a lot of suggestive stuff in it. Very uh, sexual sort of metaphors and things like that. So if you consider from the Victorian era, I'm sure it would have been, oh my goodness. And if you consider it from 1930s, it would have been like, oh wow, I can't believe they're showing that. And then by today's standards, it's practically nothing. Once again, except for the scenes where he's actually being violent, we can still consider that to be a crime. So yeah, I mean, I guess that answers the question. There is a lot to be said about perspective. It is filmed in such a way where regardless of that first intent to maybe make it a first person perspective, subjective view, and we, no we don't really know what's, how much is reliable, they did change their minds and they did eventually decide to make it a movie where yes, he really is transforming and he really does turn into a Mr. Hyde looking character. We'll be back again tomorrow with another mini-sode and we'll be continuing this theme on Victorian literature. Bye. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Leave us five stars and a review. Thanks.